Good morning, everyone. This is Melissa Stringer, and I am here with Christi Christina to talk about her five favorite things on Amazon right now. Christina, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I'm Christina. I live in Vienna. Uh, that's the capital of Austria. And I am a 261 coach of my local running group here. Also, I'm a master coach and I support 261 Fearless on a global level uh, with social media and communication in general. Great. So the first thing on your list is Julieta um, by Pedro Almodovar. Yes, that right? <laughs> exactly. He's a Spanish uh, film producer and um, I can recommend actually all of his movies. Uh, I love them. They're a little bit different. So um, it's not Hollywood. You can tell the difference. Mm -hmm. um, it's all his, his movies have a little bit of a, of a special story that uh, might be sad, that might be a little bit crazy. And Julieta is one of the films that stick most in my memory because parts of it are shot uh, in, in Galicia. This is the northern part of Spain where mm -hmm. I spent a year. So I was living there for a year after school as an au pair. So I was... Um, taking care of, of children and living with a family mm -hmm. and learning Spanish. So whenever I see that movie, I'm reminded of, mm. that, of that period of, of, of my life, which was very, very happy. And I, I always love to remember those times. Wow. That's great. I love yeah. Spain. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Especially because, you know, back then there were no worries, no 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 mm -hmm. no responsibilities at, at least no huge responsibilities right. so it was just a year of enjoying life and that mm -hmm. was that was really great <laughs> yeah. yeah uh the next one on your list is an austrian classic by joseph hader yes um so you pronounce it joseph hader and um, okay this is a little bit I mean, if you want to get to know the Austrian culture a little bit better and you have some understanding of it already, mm -hmm. I can recommend this movie. But the Austrian um, humor is a very dark uh, humor. So um, it might not seem funny or fun or in any way appealing to somebody who has who's not familiar familiar with the Austrian culture. But if you are, then you know that um, this dark way of looking upon life is something very deep uh, in our, at least Viennese culture, so mm -hmm. in the culture of our capital. Okay. Sounds like a good one for anyone who's familiar with our 261 team to uh, maybe take a peek at. <laughs> exactly. Or if you just, you know, want to be surprised and want to try something completely new, yeah. um, this is also very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the next one is the flower anyway, purple hibiscus, hibiscus are one of my favorite flowers. Um, it's one that when I remember growing up, my mom is a huge gardener um, and we went to a plant sale one time and I just fell in love with this hibiscus plant and I just had to have it. Um, and she, she let me buy it. So that was the first thing that I saw on your um, list that made me want to listen about well, that's funny because I had to Google purple hibiscus because I had no idea what that plant looks like. 
<laughs> not so much of a gardener. I don't have a green thumb. Do you say that in English? I, yes. I think it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't have uh, that, so I had to Google it. Um, but that was actually a book, by, or is a book by an author that is very inspiring. She's um, uh, from Nigeria. Mm -hmm. And she's a feminist. Uh, she also made a lot of very um, inspiring TED Talks, if you're interested um, to hear more about her. But I actually came across this book in a bookstore um, by coincidence. And mm -hmm. then later I got to know her by uh, her TED Talks and, and I realized how famous she actually is. And this book is a story about her family and her childhood in um, in Nigeria, it's not 100% um, an autobiography, but inspired a little bit by her life. Mm -hmm. And it was very, very moving. And also, again, you just, you're just um, diving into a different culture. She really mm -hmm. takes you to Nigeria and, and you really experience life in, in Lagos. Yeah. So walking into that bookstore and you, you did you pick up the book by its cover or was it on display? What drew you to it? Actually, I was actually uh, looking for books that were written by non-European authors, mm -hmm. non-European and not non-American authors, mm -hmm. because um, every time I read something that was written by somebody not from the same culture that I am or a culture that's completely different it makes me it gives me a different point of view a different angle to see to to look upon life and um, that's why I was specifically looking for for something from outside yeah. <laughs> that's great uh the next one on your list I'm not even gonna try and pronounce it um I think I recognize the author Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Ah, uh, yes. Um, it's uh, Chronicles of an Announced Death, I think, mm -hmm. in, in English. Mm -hmm. And I put it on the list um, because on Amazon you get a lot of good um, international uh, books. So in local bookstores, sometimes it's really hard to find books that are written in a different language than German naturally mm -hmm. english is still quite easy and we have a good bookstore book for uh spanish uh books as well mm -hmm. but sometimes you have to order it on amazon as well so <laughs> i just <laughs> go the, the easiest way and mm -hmm. and buy directly from the from from the internet and um yeah well it's a classic i think gabriel garcia marquez is, is mm -hmm. a classic and um <laughs> bless you Thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's why I, why I picked it. Okay. And also to inspire our others a little bit to maybe get a little bit out of their comfort mm -hmm. zone and yeah. try to read a book in a language that is not their own. I know it's difficult, but it's not about understanding each word, just mm -hmm. to, you know, practice right. a little right. bit. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think I might try that. It's been a long time since I've... Um, Red Spanish. I that's a good one to start with. You think? I well, it's difficult, of course, but I don't like reading. Um, you know the the books that they make easier for beginners. Mm -hmm. Um, if I read, 
uh, a, a foreign language. I want to read the author. Right. And this one is, is good because it's not as thick as the other books by him. Okay. Because, you know, all the books by, by Garcia Marquez are, are huge. They have like 500 pages. And this one is a little book that you can easily, that, that looks like you can actually achieve it mm -hmm. and, okay. and achievable to read it. That's what okay. I wanted to say. Small bites, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last thing on your list, um, I have to tell a little story about. It's a, a kettle. Um, and one of the things that I decided to do on one of my European travel trips was to take photographs of the tea kettles in every Airbnb and hotel that I stayed in because that's not something that's super common in the United States. We, most of us don't have electric um, tea kettles. Some, some oh, really? might have one that you put on the stove and, and boil the water that way. Um, but every place that I stayed had an electric tea kettle in Europe. Um, Mostly because it saves energy. At least mm -hmm. that's what they say. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to hear about the one that you chose. Yeah, this one, I, I mean, we had a basic kettle where you just have this, um, this container where you put, pour in the water and then you put it on the, um, on the electric um, thing and then it boils the water but it broke and now we bought one that's completely made out of glass and steel so there's no plastic that was the first criterion <laughs> and the first the second one was that it has um, a sieve integrated into the kettle so you can put in tea leaves for example or herbs or whatever you like and then boil it directly in the kettle so you don't need a separate um, teapot mm -hmm. to pour in the water and make your tea. Uh, it's all in one and that's really practical because we have a really small apartment and an even smaller kitchen. <laughs> so whatever saves space is mm -hmm. just very, very handy and um, very practical. Mm -hmm. I, what's your favorite kind of tea? Um, Oh, I like, I like all of them. Uh, we have a great store uh, here in, in Austria that produces tea, um, so herbal tea and also fruits, tea, mm -hmm. which, uh, all kinds of stuff um, locally. And it's all organic. The tea, of course, is ridiculously expensive, but that's my luxury. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I like all of them. They have so many different um, variations and they mix the different herbs and the different fruits and spices all together. So I can't really pick any of those. They are all fantastic. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I haven't broken out into fruit teas quite yet. Um, I'm still kind of stuck on the Earl Grey or um, English breakfast. Mm -hmm. um, so I ran in a uh, relay marathon in England uh, a couple of years ago and at the finish line they served cream tea um, which doesn't sound like your typical finish line drink, um, <laughs> but it was so amazing. And I think it was only because it was after a race that it tasted that good because I've never been able to duplicate it at home. But what is cream tea actually? So you so just put in cream in your all tea grain? And a, tea and a whole lot of milk. Yeah. Oh, and sugar. Okay. <laughs> and sugar. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. That would be my luxury, I suppose, is <laughs> a well, candy bar tea. <laughs> yeah. Well, here in Austria, it's not so typical to drink black tea. So the actual tea leaves. Mm -hmm. um, actually, we we rarely rarely ever do that. It's more um, fruits uh, that mm. dry fruits or dry uh, herbs or spices that you put into hot boiling water, and then it tastes of of, of that of whatever you put into. Mm -hmm. But actually, it doesn't really contain tea, even though we call it tea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to see if Whole Foods has something like that. I bet they do. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Mm. And now they're owned by Amazon, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much for speaking with me today. Um, it's been great to, to learn all kinds of new things in, in some new languages and um, kind of branch out a little bit from our, our normal everyday Amazon selections. Thank you very much, Melissa, for walking me through through this little talk. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I hope everyone can enjoy the books, movies, and cattles. I recommend it. <laughs> yes. yes, thank you.